today, casinos are run by corporations that operate under a set of industry-wide standards and practices. But in the early days of Nevada gaming, the way a casino operated could tell you a lot about its owners. Historian Alicia Barber describes one notable example in this episode of Time and Place. Gambling is, by definition, a risky business. That's both the fun of it and the potential danger. For more than four decades, Nevada was the only state with legal casinos, and that meant a steady stream of visitors who could easily get carried away by the novelty of poker tables and slot machines. The concern that gamblers might get in over their heads weighed heavily on the minds of some early casino operators. Harold's Club, which was for decades Reno's biggest and most successful casino, posted signs that read, Please do not gamble more than you can afford to risk. Of course, some customers would do it anyway, and in most casinos they'd have to suffer the consequences. But Harold's Club was run by the Smith family, whose patriarch, Raymond I. Smith, known by everyone as Pappy, was as famous for his generosity as for his fun-loving personality. If you gambled away more than you could afford to lose at Harold's, Pappy wanted to know about it. Harry Bergman worked at Harold's Club in the 1960s, and for several years it was his job to meet with customers who had just gambled away their grocery money or car payments or worse. First, he'd have them fill out a form listing how much money they'd lost and the hardship that would result from it. Interviewed in 1999, Bergman explained what happened next. I'd have to prove that they'd lost it. I'd take the man down, and I said, you stand over there where the dealers can see you. And I'd go in the pit, and I'd say... See the man over there? Yes. Did he lose any money? Oh, yes, he lost $15. After the dealer confirmed the loss, Bergman had to evaluate the customer's story of how damaging that loss would be to them. Then he'd take the case up to the owners, Pappy or another member of the Smith family. They had to ask my opinion. What do you think of this guy? Is he lying to us? If Bergman vouched for the person and everyone agreed, the club would refund the customer a percentage of the amount they'd lost, and sometimes much more. Bergman remembered one man who had gambled away thousands of his employer's dollars that he was supposed to have deposited in a bank back in California. Bergman took the case up to Pappy. I said, that man lost that money. I proved it. And he says, fine, this was Pappy. Give it all back to him. He says, nobody is going to go to jail because they gambled at his Harold's Club as long as I know about it. Harold's Club's customer refunds could total hundreds of thousands of dollars per year. The Smiths would also purchase bus tickets for out-of-town visitors who had gambled away their bus fare so they could get home. Eventually, the club's accountants put an end to the refunds. But to employees like Bergman, the policy demonstrated two of the Smith family's core beliefs— that gambling should, above all, be fun, and that everyone deserves a second chance. For KUNR, I'm Alicia Barber. Historian Alicia Barber is the author of Reno's Big Gamble, Image and Reputation in the Biggest Little City. Oral history clips for this segment were provided by the Special Collections Department of the University of Nevada Reno Libraries.